So, guys, I've been watching a lot of just, like, documentaries and TV shows and whatnot lately, and <laughs> the past two days, I, I've been so deep in a Jersey Shore, it's not even funny. Dude, uh, when I discovered that Jersey Shore was on Hulu, like, it, it fucking blew my mind. I think I got through, like, three seasons in, like, a day. I was just gonna tell you that um, I started watching, like, this morning, and I'm on the third season. <laughs> <laughs> Relatable. So, I'm like done with the third season, actually. I'm like halfway through it. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, and I feel like pretty much everything that I say now, like the past few days, is just like Jersey Shore references. Oh, of course. Why, why wouldn't it be? <laughs> like I've been replying to people on social medias and I'm just like, they're like, oh, you're an idiot. And I'm like, that's just because you're a fucking grenade. Caps <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm having so much fun. But anyway, guys, uh, enjoy the episode. everybody and welcome to another episode of horror soup i'm caleb and i'm here with brie and real quick before we get into the episode i would like to thank our newest patreon riley who is smiley and a little wily and wants to suck on a giny you're a very good person <laughs> and thank you for donating to the postcard soup tier <coughs> a giny <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean that's what she that's what she likes to do brie's dying over here I'm and sorry. we can't do anything about it sorry because we're in different areas <laughs> Pro- productions have been different lately <laughs> due to virus it's it's unfortunate it's very unfortunate and also i decided like after editing the last one that since we're doing this remote stuff um you guys are just gonna have to deal with us cutting each other off because there's really no way around it there's either long audio gaps of us not talking or there's just us cutting each other off so we can get our word in yeah you win some so. you lose some guys so get over it yeah yeah i don't want to hear fucking anything about it like for the <laughs> next like couple months until this virus is over i don't want to hear shit i don't i really fucking don't so in this movie, um, a woman is pursued by her murderous, psychopathic twin sister in the days leading up to her birthday. Ooh. Welcome to Madhouse, 1981. Um, so, I, I have something to say about this director. He probably has the most idiotic name I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> it, this one was written and directed by a video G. Asinitis. Oh, Yeah. <sighs> I'm going to go ahead and say, yes, I looked up the real pronunciation of his name, but his name is spelled A-S-S-O-N-I-T-I-S. Your name's Asinitis, and you're a fucking idiot. It's literally Asinitis. Like, there's no way around that. (laughs) No, there's no way around it. Like, that is your name. (laughs) That is your name, and you have to live with that. Are you fucking kidding me? It's ridiculous, dude. It's fucking ridiculous. (laughs) Um, but actually, this guy does, uh, he does direct some pretty decent movies. The interesting thing about him is that he never really wanted to be a director. He's a producer of, like, 30-something films, mm-hmm. but, uh, he pretty much ended up directing, like, about 10 films because he was like, yeah, I couldn't find a director, so I just kind of had to do it myself. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, I gotta respect it because his movies, or at least the ones I've seen, are pretty fucking good. 
And uh, his first directed film was titled Beyond the Door in 1974. Um, I read the discography, and it kind of sounds like a direct ripoff of Rosemary's Baby. And then I looked at the reviews because I was like, okay, is this a direct ripoff? And then everyone was like, this is a direct ripoff of The Exorcist and Rosemary's Baby. And I was like, ah, yes. Dude, um, I was looking him up, <clears throat> and they were like, uh, yeah, he's like famous for ripping shit off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you know what? He does a good job. Oh, I've never seen it, so I don't even know what Madhouse would be a ripoff of, but I don't know. Um, I feel like there's a, I feel like there's a few different elements in it. It's hard to say exactly what it is. It just, it takes a lot of horror movie elements. I don't think this is one's a direct ripoff of anything because there's nothing like it, really. Yeah, I mean, I guess you're right. Um, we also got 1977 Tentacles, which is obviously about a giant mutant octopus. Perfect. And then we have Piranha Two: The Spawning in 1981. And he directed that with James Cameron and Miller Drake, and it still trips me out that Cameron's responsible for Piranha, even after all these years. <laughs> I remember, um, I remember the Piranha remake. It was literally just a porno. Uh, yeah, Piranha 3D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing, nothing but boobs. But that's fine. Um, we have Patricia Mickey as Julia Sullivan, or Sullivan. This chick is known for nothing because everything she's in beside this sucks ass. We have <laughs> Allison Biggers as Mary Sullivan, also not in shit. We have Michael McRae as Sam Edwards, known for a bunch of nothing. Sam Edwards, that's her, uh, that's her boyfriend, right? Yeah, that was the boyfriend, the mustache guy. He's a fucking long-headed dumbass bitch. The, with a huge widow's peak. I didn't even Huge. realize his widow's peak. I was way too focused on how long his head is. Yeah, widow peak goes into it. It's part of the long head. Uh, he's just known for... He's pretty gross. He's just known for like TV movies and brief stints on TV series. There's a lot of shit, but it's all dumb. Um, oh. We have Dennis Robertson as Father James, also a TV star hack. We have Morgan Most. I don't know if I... I probably Morgan didn't write Moth? that right. Um, as... I guess, as Helen. Um, I would call her a hack, but she produced a movie with a chihuahua on the cover, so I'm going to give her the title of star of the, sh like the <laughs> show and the acting world. Just all of it. All of it. You win. Uh, you win. Hold on. Miguel's, this... Miguel's feeding me something. Go ahead. <laughs> this was um, one of the official UK's DPP 72 video nasties. Um, the budget for this movie was $200 million. I could not find a box office. I'm not sure if it was even released in theaters, though, so go figure. Fair enough. Um, I didn't think of a what. Help me think of a drinking game for this. I didn't think of one. Uh, pre-episode. Um. So def definitely dog appearances. I mean, I guess, but I don't. Uh, every time the long head bitch is on the screen, we can do that. Every time the what? The long head bitch. That's a lot of drinking, but yeah, okay, we could do that. I'll I'll humor that. Um, every time there's a ripoff of The Exorcist in this movie. <laughs> I didn't see any Exorcist ripoffs. The sister is a fucking direct ripoff of Reagan. She looks like just like her, except with like her nose just closed up. At least I feel like she does. I don't know. She's uh, very, and she sounds very. Uh, I don't know. She sounds. She sounds very paranormal. Paranormal, creepyish. But I don't think so. Um, I will say the intro music for this movie kind of pisses me off. It's just like a weird score with some guy going. When the wind blows, the cradle will rock. <laughs> um, 
Hey. And the world is so nice. That's exactly what it is. So we see some chick standing next to her twin sister who's sitting on a rocking chair. And then all of a sudden, she just pulls out a rock and smashes the chick in the fucking face. Like, she just keeps smashing her until the chair just starts rocking again. Gets <laughs> obliterated. It's it's a fucking crazy-ass opening, honestly. Oh, like, it really is. I, it's brutal. I was not expecting that. Like, I remember like when we first watched this, I was like, okay, hold on a minute. This movie might be fucking good. Yeah, that was probably why I watched this movie all the way through very intently because it caught my eye immediately. That kill is a uh, that kills long. Yeah, <laughs> it, it goes on. It don't stop. It it go down. It it don't it don't go down. So then we see that we're at a children's school for the deaf, and um, we meet the main character Julia, who is a teach at this joint. And she sits down with another teach, <laughs> and she reads a really sentimental letter from one of her students. She's like, oh, this is so cool. Uh, and then she starts to feel all weird, and then her bud is like, what's wrong? And she says that the letter reminded her that uh, her uncle wants her to visit the sister in the hospital. And she says she's been cut off from her for like seven years because of some stuff that happened, and she's still unsure whether or not she's, um, wait, what did I write? Whether or not she's never it. And she's still, or, oh, not over it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so she heads over to the hospital and she meets up with Father James and they're like, oh, yeah, sick. Nice to see you, dude. Like, it's his. This dude's a fucking priest. He's a priest. Well, I called him Father Father James. Yeah. That's. Yeah. No. Well, yeah. yeah. But that it, just carry on. I just thought it was random. That's what, that's what you call the priest people. They're fathers, you know? Yeah, Father you're James. right. No, you're right. Uh, you ain't never lied. And then, you know, like. And then if you're in the 80s, then you go, Father James, and you, like, you know, you put your hands out, and you kind of, like, you kind of give him that, yeah. Give him a you finger know? guns? Exactly. See, you, you, we don't even have to be next to each other. It's okay. Precisely. So, yeah, Father James, Father James is all like, oh, you and those stories you used to tell about her. And she's like, yeah, those weren't stories. She kind of, like, harassed me for, like, years and, like, abused me a lot. <laughs> he was like, oh, you're so silly. Dude, and apparently I, Father uh... James is her uncle. Yeah. You don't like Father James? No, I don't fucking like Father James. You can suck my ass. He's like Oh, I thought he was a I thought he was a pretty cool guy. No, I fucking hate this guy. And like <laughs> just the fact he's like, ah, there's stories. Like, why would a kid make up these fucking stories? And she like gets into the story like later in the movie, but like it's fucked, dude. Like what happened to her? Like it's it's all fucked. Oh, it's incredibly fucked. <laughs> like she went through a lot. But Father James just like, ah, nah, you good you just got ghosts in your blood so he tells her that her sister's basically dying and is barely recognizable anymore and mm -hmm. she starts walking down this super dark hall and when she gets to the end she walks through the curtains and we barely avoid seeing the sister like it's just like this cool little shot where like you see her for a second and then it just goes over and you only see uh julia standing there and um she goes over to wake up her sister and her sister mary just like grabs the shit out of her hand and she's like little miss prim and proper how would you know how would you know it's gonna be our <laughs> birthday soon remember how you used to hide from me but i'd find you anyway remember what i do how it hurt i'll make it hurt again i'll make you suffer this and then julia runs this fucking lady <laughs> sounds like she's like foaming at the mouth at all times like the way she's talking like she sounds like an insane woman are you saying i didn't do a good impression no, I'm saying you did great. I'm just saying she sounds like she's foaming at the mouth. <laughs> so then uh, Julia runs and Mary's like, run, run, but you'll never get away from me. <laughs> 
And then uh, we see Mary stood up, and she's now the twin of... Uh, this is when I thought she was, like, the twin of Reagan. Like, she looks just like her in this fucking scene. But maybe it's just because we, like, see her for a brief second and it goes away. But I don't know. I got yeah. hella Reagan vibes. I, I did So Mary cries. I really did, dude. But anyway, Mary starts crying. Uh, Uncle doesn't believe her. And then we see her in, like, a shrink's office or doctor's. I don't... I don't know. I don't think shrinks dressed the way that he does, but I think he's a shrink, but I don't know. Uh, the dude is introduced as Sam, and Julia starts talking about how she was her sister's slave when she was younger. She's like, yeah, I'm scared of our birthday because she had this dog, and it was a vicious dog, and it listened to everything she said, and then it would circle around my bed when I was little, and then I would hide under the covers, and then my sister would say, why should I have to share my life with you? And then she's just like, yeah, I would feel the dog's hot breath, and then she would stab me with needles, and then she would light matches, and she would put them out on me. <laughs> it's, like, and nobody's believing her, dude. Dude, no one believes her. She's just sitting here like, yeah, I went through a lot of abuse, and she's so monotone about it, and everyone's like, eh, fuck you, Julia. Like, the way, <laughs> the way she's acting, it's like, this really fucking happened, but nobody, like, even her fucking gross-ass boyfriend is not believing her. And the way she's acting about it, too, it's like she already knows that no one believes her. It's like you could tell that she's like she's had to deal with this her whole life and no one has ever believed her. And she's just stopped trying. It's so sad. <laughs> Something stinks oh, in God, that's that's good. I'm glad I'm not there. So it's probably you, man. Check <laughs> your upper lip. It's not. So now not. Julia gets home. And uh, we meet her cat named uh, friggin' Leroy. And uh, she gets some milk for Leroy. And then uh, <laughs> her light starts flashing on and off. And uh, she goes Dude, to investigate. You know what and fucking she... pissed me off? Oh, okay, hit me. And she's like, Leroy. She's like, are you hungry? Time for dinner. And then she fucking pours him like two teaspoons of milk in a bowl. Of milk? <laughs> Nothing else. And then like, And then like the way she fucking picks him up stresses me out. I'm like, has this lady like never like picked up a cat before? Like, can you just... Can you just not like no get get something else that requires you to not pick them up? You're an asshole. Do you do you think milk is Leroy's steady diet? Uh, probably. He's a very small cat. Do you think all Leroy's like human and feline all have a steady diet of milk? I I know one Leroy. Does he have a steady diet of milk? I am not sure. Is he an idiot? Yes. He has a steady diet of milk. <laughs> Confirmed. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I don't know. I don't trust these Leroy's. But anyway, she goes into her basement. She finds some dude, like, fucking with her lights. And she's like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? And he barely speaks English. And he's like, I got keys. I fix apartment. And she's like, what are you doing with the lights? He's like, new fuse box. Parts real cheap. My son? Work at Sears. <laughs> he's like, I fucking love that line, dude. Like, he's so proud of it. He's like, yeah, dude, discount? Sears? You kidding me? <laughs> he's like this shit is lit he's like you gotta fucking you gotta get on oh. this shit you gotta get a son make him work at Sears man <laughs> make him life. work at Sears <laughs> <laughs> oh god it's like I was also kind of wondering like why are you just switching the lights on and off like 50 times when you're like fixing these like you I don't think you need to test it that way it's not a, it's not a good not a good way to test things it's a way to creep people out that's it it's fucking it so she asks him not to come in without permission, and they small talk and whatever, and he just leaves. And she's just chilling now, and she gets a phone call, no answer, and she starts having, like, flashbacks of her sister's voice, and she hears, like, a dog whimpering, and she envisions escaping her, or her sister escaping from the hospital and all this shit. Ugh. 
So it's pretty creepy. It is. It is. Her sister's fucking terrifying. I would not go anywhere near that woman. So this bozo looking cop is like walking around and he hears some baby noises that I'm just obviously aren't real. <laughs> like these noises. Are you fucking kidding me? This These are not even close idiot. to being real. It's ridiculous, but he still chooses to search a nearby bush, a bush for an entire baby, like a whole baby. <laughs> and then uh, this dude gets demolished by a dog. Like this dog pops out the bush. The dog was a baby. Newsflash. And uh, his, his rot just fucks him up. And uh, he gets up. He almost gets away for a second and he immediately gets attacked again. It's brutal. <laughs> like this kill is going on. For like a minute straight, it's, just tearing his body apart. It's insanely long. It's like, all the kills in this are like they're like they give you um, details. No, not all of them. Most of them, uh, like most, because there's like, well, I'll get to the kills later when up. Yeah. But most of them are pretty long. Like a lot, of, especially all the dog kills. Holy shit! Oh, the dog ones, yeah. Bloody as hell. Yeah, they're brutal. So after the job is finished, um, a car pulls up and opens the door, and then we just see like a hand signal. Uh, so we're like, "All right, sister's back." Yeah. And Julia's trying to teach the next day, and she gets called into the office, and she sees her boss and James and some other dude, and she thinks Mary's dead, but she gets told that her sister escaped from the hospital. Mm-hmm. And we see the doctor shrink Sam, whatever the fuck he is, trying to get a day off for Julia's birthday, but then his boss comes in and he's like, "San Francisco." He's like, ah, fuck. No other, no other context behind it. His boss is literally just like, "Yep, you're going to San Francisco," and he's like, "Why?" And he's like, "San Francisco," and he walks away. <laughs> that, that's all that he says. Like, there's no reason. He's just like, "Oh yeah, you got business over there." What doctor business do you have that you randomly have to go to San Francisco? None. There's nothing. Why? Why is this doctor just getting sent to San Francisco? Like, I don't get it. I, I don't get it. So Mr. Asian Landlord guy is running around now, and he's just, like, shouting obscenities in a language that I don't understand. He's yelling at, like, the driver. Yeah, she didn't want to, like, help him or something. I don't even know exactly why he's yelling at her, but he's pissed. Like, <laughs> he's fucking mad. He is so pissed. <laughs> Dude, he's so pissed that he's walking around for two minutes just cussing. Like, he does not stop. <laughs> it just keeps fucking going. It's insane. It's me. In any situation. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Me, when I, like, text you the schedule for the week, you're like, yeah, 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 blah, blah. Not even. <laughs> and he's traveling through the house, and he hears a growl, and he hides behind a wall. And he sees the rot just, like, standing there, and he just, like, looks at him, and he starts walking backwards, like, immediately. He's just like, nope, nope. <laughs> and he grabs a bat, and he backs out of the room, only to get stabbed in the heart by Julia, who's just standing there laughing her fucking ass off. Yeah, and this, she, is, a, why this she- is a pretty quick kill. This one's a fast kill, but also, why does she sound like a ghost demon? Is there a... Like, I don't think she sounds like a demon at all. Oh, yes, she I'd does, say, dude. She sounds... I feel like she sounds creepy. I feel like she sounds creepy, but it's not a demon. Maybe you're thinking of the first scene, because the first scene with her, her voice sounds completely different from the rest of the movie. Because she just sounds like creepy and like raspy and nasally in the first one. And then after she comes around, like after she escapes from the hospital, she sounds like a ghost. I, I can see ghost, but not demon. I say ghost demon. It was like a good mix in between. <laughs> a hybrid. It was fucking weird, dude. I don't, it was terrifying, though. Like I, That's a hybrid I don't want to meet. Are you fucking kidding me? So yeah. it's nighttime, and Julia starts sucking on Sam's mustache, and he Ew. confirms that he has to go to the hospital in four hours. Is that not what happens, Bree? Come on. Can you not say it like that, though? I don't need to be reminded that's of exa- this. <laughs> that's exactly what happened. I was so uncomfortable. You know but what? But he confirms oh, that he has on. to go. Ah! Yeah. Sorry. Hold on. 
Um, <laughs> I drop I drop my phone. I'm sorry for that scream. <laughs> but, um, okay, so I don't know why, but in older movies, when people make out, they're just like their mouths are just closed and they're just like rubbing them together. They're just and rubbing I like their upper lip it. on the other person's lower lip. I hate it, dude. I cannot stand to look at it. Like it makes me. I'd, I would rather, I would rather see people like straight, just like slobbering each other, than see that. Like it's fucking disgusting to me. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, that's a really good point. When were acting classes invented? Because it seems that like everyone before the 1990s just did not kiss. Like they just rubbed their faces on each other. <laughs> like was it like an insecurity thing, or was it like they did not have the technology to actually learn how to how to do this properly? It was a breath problem. Oh my! Everyone's just like. I don't want to smell your breath. Or it could have been because of like the whole um the whole like AIDS thing when that first came out, you know? Could have been that. Everyone was just like, yeah, I don't want to kiss you and get mouth AIDS. <laughs> I mean, you never know. <laughs> mouth AIDS. Oh. That's awful. Fuck. Okay, well that's 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 fun. Don't don't get yourself mouth AIDS, guys. So Sam asks uh, ask her about her favorite kid Sasha. Who uh, don't be don't be prejudiced, guys. Sasha's a boy, and that's fine. It's fine. So she says that he's becoming more of a pupil, and that she might have to adopt him. And they talk about having kids, and then she moans like three times from a hug, and then he leaves. It's really uncomfortable. I don't like it. But uh, right before he leaves, he points out that there's a light up in the top floor of the house. And she's just like, oh, it's just Kimura working on the lights again. Yeah. And she doesn't get to Nan. She she goes inside and she's like, hello. And she doesn't hear anything. So she's like, all right, whatever. Uh, she hears those like growling and shit in the fucking house yeah. again. And she just goes to bed. So now it is Sunday, November 9th, two days before Julia's birthday. And she's at church listening to her uncle, Father James, sermon with uh, Sasha. It's, uh, God. Do you know? Do you know how you spell sermon? Uh, no. It's C-E-R-U-M-E-N, and I don't know, I feel like it's like, I don't know, I feel like that's like a, a singular word for semen. It's just like it, one semen. <laughs> it, you know? That's that's semi. Semi? One semen would be semi. <laughs> that's fair. So, <laughs> unfortunately, Julia is getting very offended because James' uh, semen is uh, specifically um, toward her. Oh, okay, never mind, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, he thinks that she's selfish for not wanting to make peace with her sister. And Julia's just kind of like sitting there taking his like passive aggressive bullshit just in stride. And he comes out and she's like, ah, splendid semen. And he gets all passive aggressive again. <laughs> and uh, she tells James that uh, she's going to be out of town for her birthday because she's going to San Francisco with her boyfriend. And um, then she walks into a room with a crazy witch lady who she is the whitest Martha Stewart before everyone knew about her thug side looking ass I've ever seen. Like, this chick has no place being this sassy and out there when she is walking around town with a full-blown bowl cut. <laughs> oh my, are you kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? It is. Dude. It is a full bowl cut. Like, it's a whole bowl cut, dude. <laughs> she looks like fucking what's-his-face from Stranger Things. What's his name? Um, Will. Is that Mike? It's That's Will. Will. Yeah, fucking... God damn it, she looks just like Will. She looks like Will. Oh my god. It's it's bad hair, but you know what? That's actually the landlord. She's like Lord Farquaad. Like it's female worse. Lord Farquaad. It, she's like our our the what our friend Emma's gonna be in twenty years. Perfect. <laughs> Emma, if you're listening, I love you. <laughs> I love you, Lord Farquaad. 
<laughs> okay, so yeah, I don't know. I just really had a problem with this chick's hair. So I didn't even care about like much of what they had to say, and thankfully Julia didn't either. She walked out of the room mid conversation like Polly D was when he's dodging a grenade. It was a it was a bold <laughs> move, man. Power move. So we head over to Sasha's house, um, and he's leaving for school. He's being super careful about crossing the street, and his mom's all watching too, and they're all both looking across the street. And uh, he crosses a park to continue his route, and he stops by the good old town fountain (laughs) to take in the sight for a little while. And then he points, and he's like, dog. And he throws a frisbee, and uh, we see the dog go fetch. It's not a scary dog. It's a good dog. Good boy. And uh, he plays for a little while, and then uh, he runs behind a bush to catch the frisbee, and he makes a loud whimper, and he runs off. And uh, Sasha looks confused, so he's like, all right. I gotta assess this threat in this bush. So he walks behind <laughs> this bush, and this dog, this dog is a threat. Like, I have never assessed a harder threat than this <laughs> snarling ass dog sitting in this bush. But it's, honestly, oh, it's still fuck. adorable. I love him so much. He could eat me. Uh, honestly, like, this is a threat that I would still snuggle. I would die, but it's fine. I would die in stride. And uh, <laughs> the scene cuts, it zooms back in, and there's an ambulance wheeling Sasha's body away. So this dog just murdered, like, this eight year old. I like how um, it's they kept it tasteful by not showing the child death, you know? Yeah, because that would have been hard to watch. But you see, yeah. like, the dog snarling at him, and then it cuts out. You got all of it. Yeah, you, you like, they get the point across pretty well. It's fucked up. And uh, she, brings the, she brings the picture to Uncle James, and she's like, it can't be a coincidence. I heard the dog in my apartment the night before. And James is like, ah, yes, coincidence. Just as I thought. <laughs> Dude, you fucking kidding me? James is an idiot. I fucking hate him. He's such a fucking asshole. And uh, Sam uh, also seems to think that it is impossible. And then, like, James is like, I think you're feeling guilty. And Julia's like, guilty about her trying to murder me, like, 50 times? I don't I don't get the... I'm not making the correlation. Like, I don't get it. <laughs> and uh, they, they think that she's making everything up. And she's just like, oh, fuck you. And uh, she heads back to her class. And she breaks the news about Sasha to all of her students. And one of them goes, he's dead. like it's like it's a school for deaf kids so like that's why he said it like that it wasn't like the him like making fun of it but it was still just so funny like it was like yes good job little johnny he is dead (laughs) he's very dead the kid's not coming back it's because she like she gives this like like cute little like speech about death to her other classmates and then it just pans to this little blonde kid and he's just like he's dead (laughs) Like, he was understanding. Like, he grasped it, so I I give him a lot of credit for that. Her point point got across, so, I mean, it's fine. Honestly, I'm going to go ahead and say, like, dude, even, like, in a movie, she did so good. She, like, I wish she was my teacher. She's great. Dude, I would never be able to handle, like, breaking a death to someone as good as she did. Like, not even close. That was insane. It blew my mind, even in a movie. I was like, wow, like, you did really good. (laughs) I would have made a lot of kids cry i would have been like yeah so this kid he got turned into swiss beef by this big old dog like it just tore him to shreds and he's gone guys i don't know what to tell you (laughs) you want to see some pictures worst case ontario (laughs) (laughs) oh 
so one of these, uh, all the kids are talking about like their favorite memories of Sasha. It's like really sweet. And then one of the, she notices one of the kids start crying, and then like that's it. It's nothing really funny there beside all the stuff we just said. And then Julia <laughs> meets up with Sam and says that uh, she can't go to San Francisco because uh, her student died. She's like, yeah, my student's big dead. I can't pull through. And uh, she's like, yeah, I got to be there for my other homies. And uh, he's like, all right, I get it. You got to be there for your bros. And then he's like, all right, well, I have something to show you. And go- hear me out. Hear me out. It's not his dick. He takes her inside, and he shows her, like, a shit ton of scratch marks from a dog on the door. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, search the place, and it's good, but, like, be careful. And she's like, yeah, well, I'm going to get murdered. Can you hang out? He's like, nah, I got to go. Dude. And uh, <laughs> that pissed me off so bad because he's like, because he didn't believe her. And then he saw the dog marks, and and she's like, well, can you stay? He's like, dude, no way. I'm out of here. Like, <laughs> I got to go. Like, I'm like, dude, stay with your fucking girlfriend. Like, fuck your job. She's literally about to get murdered. I can't believe it. It was so funny. She was she was like, oh, so you believe me now? He's like, yeah, definitely. She's like, so can you stay? He's like, nah. <laughs> He's like, no, not at all. I have to go. <laughs> I'm out of here. I got, I got a lot of like, I don't know. I got sleep to catch up on or something. You know, we're not giving this guy credit. This guy's actually, this guy's actually one of the best boyfriends like in a movie. Like he like legitimately. The the only times he wasn't around was for work, like when he couldn't get out of work, and we're just shitting all over this guy. <laughs> no, I feel like he sucks, dude. Like. I feel like he's not a good boyfriend. Dude, I'm gonna go ahead and say that, like, after watching Jersey Shore, like, three seasons and then turning this on, I was like, yeah, this guy's a great boyfriend. Oh, he looks like a saint compared to them. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it was, like, just... Maybe, like, if I didn't switch from Jersey Shore right to this, I would have felt different, but I, like, this guy was a great man. <laughs> oh, God. I don't, I don't like him. I don't like his face. I think you just don't like his mustache. It's the same way that you felt about the guy in um, uh, Season of the Witch. He looks exactly like him. Oh, you're right, yeah. He looks just like him. <laughs> so uh, he heads to work, and but he stops by, and he picks up this chick named Helen. He's like, hey, go keep my girlfriend company in your underwear. And she's like, all right, bet. So he uh, puts, uh, or she puts her to bed, and then uh, she goes downstairs to hang out. And before she goes down, Julie reiterates, she's like, all right, don't open the fucking door. And Helen's like, all right, well, it's all right. Like, you know, I'm naked, so... It's cool. So we see her hanging out downstairs, and then uh, Mary's weird-ass ghost exorcist voice says, Helen! Like, clear as ghost day. So, of course, (laughs) Helen has to see what's going on. And uh, she's looking around, and then Leroy freaks out and runs off. So she's like, Leroy, get get you. Get back you. So uh, she gets to the top set of stairs. And then uh, this hand reaches out from behind the door and just grabs Leroy and, like, drags him. Um, I have a very big problem with this because I don't know if she didn't see or if she just didn't care, but she keeps looking around and she is way too under alarmed after what just went down with Leroy. I would have ran away so fucking fast. You would be like, are you kidding me? Like, how did you not see a whole hand grab a cat? Like, I'm gone. Like, I, I'm not in that house. I am not in the state anymore. I'm sorry, Julia, but you're on your own. You kidding me? Julia's dead. I don't fucking care about her anymore. <laughs> I'm I'm out of there. So she's walking around. She hears a noise, and then uh, a Leroy cat noise mixed with uh, a scream happens. And we get a pretty decent jump, spa- jump scare with uh, Mary. And Helen freaks out, and she turns the corner, and the dog is just fucking snarling at her on the other side. And she's like, ah, mm-hmm. shit. I, I guess you could say this is a ripoff of Cujo. I was going to, that's one of the things I was going to say. Like, it has a little bit of Cujo in it. It has a little bit of Cujo and a little bit of, um, oh God, what am I thinking of? What? What you got? Uh, what you got? I, I, I'll remember it later. I'm Carry intrigued. 
I don't think he will. So I Helen freaks out and turns. Uh, she tries to go down the stairs, and uh, her dumbass uh, gets her shirt caught up on the rail, and then the dog just attacks her again. A really long, detailed kill, like just ripping her throat out, basically. Yeah. No more Helen. She's gone. And mm-hmm. the pup. She's dead. The pup runs back over to Mary, and she goes, "Good boy." <laughs> and uh, now it's the next day. Sam shows up, and he says he has to take a nap, go to work, and then catch the plane at the airport. And he's like. Hey, where's uh, where's Helen at? And Julia's like, I don't know, must have left. So now we're back to Miss Bolkut Supreme, who Hold on. I guess is the landlady. You know what I thought was weird? What? You know what I thought was weird? How they told her they were like, Hey, yeah, your sister escaped from the hospital, the one who you're like deathly terrified of, and she just like goes back home the next day, like perfectly fine. And then like people start disappearing, people start dying, and she's just like really not like taking extra precautions, like. I know you kind of have to be there for your kids because, like, you know, one of your students died, and I respect the shit out of that, but at the same time, you know that your crazy sister just escaped from the hospital, she threatened to kill you, yeah, and then she's after you, and then you had the chance to go to San Francisco because you know she's going to come after you on your birthday like she always does. Uh, leave. Like, you just yeah. leave. That's Cancel your fucking classes, do whatever you have to do, but, like... Yeah, like, I know the kids are going to be sad and whatnot, but you're dying. You're very much dying. So, yeah. Uh, Miss, Mrs. Bullcut is the landlady, I guess. And I... Oh, my God. This lady should not own anything. She should not be responsible for anything or anyone. That's me. It's me. It's the same. Me and her are the same. For, you have a whole child, too. That's unfortunate. So Yeah, I know. <laughs> where's that? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Bree's like, where's that thing again? <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I think I left. Where did I leave that? I think I left that thing somewhere. Yeah, I haven't seen it. In like, uh, you look at your watch. What what month is it? <laughs> oh my god, that's awful. <laughs> oh, we got a we got a real Casey Anthony over here. So. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> he has a body or some shit in his trunk, and uh, Miss Bulkut's like, all right, let me help you move this body, and uh, she starts like moving it with him. She's like, it feels like a body, and he's like, oh yes. Yes, it is. And he unzips it. She's like, oh, <laughs> dude, the noises she makes are fucking hilarious. Like, she puts her hands up to her dude. face, like, scream, and she's like, oh, and, like, walks backward. But they're not even, like, they're not even, like, screaming, like, ah. No. She's literally like, oh, uh, oh. She is, like, making fun of Native Americans with her laugh. Like, it's so fucking weird, dude. It's very rude. It's so it's fucking weird. And she's like, all right, bye. See you never. And uh, he doesn't allow her to leave. And <laughs> she starts saying that uh, he loves to play games. Or he starts saying that she loves to play games. Or he loves to play something something about games. And then he sings Ring Around the Rosie. Somebody Ro- likes playing Something games. like that. And he starts singing Ring Around the Rosie. And uh, she tries to leave and run for help. But he already locked everything up. So now she's just walking around the house singing yeah. like, or he's walking around the house singing lame songs. Like he knows every stereotypical white man song in the world. It's oh yeah, it's something else. Because he's a stereotypical white he man. Is. Uh, he pretty much just keeps running around until she gives up and sits down in a chair, and he tells her that it's been a lovely game, and then he just stabs her. So we go back to Sam, who's calling his cab. So I mean, yeah, I'm gonna say fifty fifty, either fast stab kills or long drown out murders. It's. And this, okay, so this one wasn't, the kill wasn't long, but the stalking part of the kill was incredibly long. Probably took longer than it took for me to be born. It was insanely long, dude. I could not fucking believe it. Pretty hilarious, though, because the whole time, 
it's just like him running around singing like weird songs and her just going Whoa. he wasn't even <laughs> he wasn't even running like he was legit just walking yeah he was just walking around he was just like hey how's it going how's your day i think he literally asked her like how her day was a couple times i'm pretty sure fucking bizarre and uh she has this bright idea because she can't get out any of the doors so she's like, all right, I'm going to hide under this ironing board with absolutely nothing covering any other side of me. <laughs> and, and, like, she's, like, she's not even laying down. Like, she's, like, crouched. She's... Like, you could, you could see every bit of her. And she, like, takes her shoes off. And I think she took her shoes off so either, like, he can't hear her or he can't see her shoes from under the iron. And he takes full advantage. But you can see everything. He takes advantage of the shoe thing, too. <laughs> oh yeah, he does. So he gets on top of the <laughs> of the board. We just see her, and then a knife goes through right next to her, and she's like, "Oh!" But he doesn't kill her, or even hit her. He just like pops his head out from under it, like he's upside down. And he just looks at her, and he's like, "Cinderella, Cinderella," in a chick voice, holding the shoe. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And he just lets her walk off again. He just like stays there upside down looking at her and then she just keeps running around and then she finally just gives up and sits down in a chair and he's like, it's been a lovely game and just kills her. This That part kind of freaked me out because she was just like sitting in her rocking chair with her eyes closed and then like it started rocking. Yep. And then she just like opens her eyes and he's just like upside down. Yeah. Oh God, it was crazy. She just fucking gave up at that point. She didn't even care. So we go back to Sam yeah. who's calling his cab and he's combing his widow's peak and he turns his <laughs> mirror and just like, it's just fucking Father James standing right there. And uh, he said he did. Yeah, of course. He, he turns his mirror. That's, that is, that makes no sense. He he left. So he left the cab. He went back home because he had to go like, he dropped like some papers and shit. And he's just like, all right. Oh, wait, wait. Is this the part? I'm- no, he. Wait, wait, wait. No. Oh, I'm thinking so of a later part. He was combing his hair. He was combing his hair, and then he closed, like, the... Because you know how you have, like, medicine cabinets? Oh, yeah, so I'll, I could fuse the scenes. Okay, yeah, and go he on. He closed it. It's just, like, a classic, like, horror movie scene when they close the little medicine cabinet and somebody's right behind them. Like, that's exactly Okay, yeah, what now happened. I'm following. I thought this was the other scene, but that's later. Yeah. So he's like, oh, I didn't expect you so early. And he's like, yeah, well, duty calls. And then he just says that he needs to uh, borrow a knife. And Father James tries to convince him to stay. He's like, I have a piece of cake. But he's like, ah, nah, got to go. And uh, he leaves. And then Father James shows up at uh, Julia's workplace and says that he has a surprise for her. So she goes with him to her house. And then he starts leading her to the basement. She's like, why? And he's like, ah, it's where I set up the party, yeah? And uh, he tries to put a blindfold on her. And she's like, um, <clears throat> no. But he insists. <laughs> and she lets it happen. And he leads her through the house, still blindfolded, and then we see, like, flashing lights all around the room he's in. And there's, like, porcelain baby dolls sitting on the shelves and stuff. It's really classy. And uh, he starts singing, and he has her sit down at the table. And as he's singing and lighting candles, the table is just it's just filled with dead bodies. Like, fucked up dead bodies yeah. everywhere, brutalized. And this dude has the audacity to sing about fiddles in a time like this, and I don't know, I'm not following... Uh, he then tells her that death is one of the few things in life that we can count on, and then he undoes her blindfold, and he's like, I invited all of our friends. She's like, yeah, their friends are, uh, they're, they're dead. The, I don't remember checking, the kid wasn't he there, He said something he? about that. He said um, his mother wouldn't let him go, so I think he probably was, like, already buried or something. Because oh, okay. remember, all the other bodies, I don't think any of them were found. I think he just, I think they just grabbed them all. I think um, the kids was the only one that was found because it was at a public park. 
I remember, um, like, my first time watching this, I was like, is anybody, like, going to clean up all of these, like, bloody, brutalized bodies? And then, like, I saw Sasha get taken away in the um, in the ambulance or whatever, and I was like, okay, well, there's one. And at, at this part is when I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, Mary was just taking all the bodies. She was just hanging out with them and whatnot. She's just, you know, sometimes... It's fucking gross. I don't know. Sometimes you need to hang out with bodies. I don't know. Is that really that weird? No? Okay. No comment. So, <laughs> she just, like... Uh, She's destroyed at the sight of all the bodies at this fucking crazy fucks table. And he's pretty proud of his work, yeah. but uh, Julia is not that impressed, so she runs away. Kind of fucking rude. Um, again, though, homeboy locked all the doors, so now Julia is just scrambling around, like, looking for an exit. And she's slamming on a window, and then Mary comes back and grabs her by the hair. And James goes, oh, you found each other. Let's, <laughs> let's go cut the cake. <coughs> Oh, sorry. <laughs> so now Julia is just being dragged and realizing that her entire family is 100% against her. Oh, and then um, yeah. they walk by the pupper and he goes, oh, he's the one that sent out all the invitations. I thought that was fucking hilarious. Um, so yeah. we see Sam and this is the part I was talking about earlier. He hasn't left yet because uh, his cab driver got a flat. And while he's waiting, he drops all of his papers like in the water and he's like, ah, shit, I got to go get fresh copies. So Mary is just being like a fucking creep with Julia, and then Mary's like pleading with her. She's like, come on, dude, help me out. We can go start a new life together. We're good. And Mary does not care, and Julia's like, all right, well, I'll make it up to you. And Julia's just like mocking her, and she's, or no, Ju not Julia, Um, Mary is mocking her. She's like, what the hell are you going to do, huh? And then uh, she shows up her fucked up face. She's like, you're going to wake up to this every morning? Most people's nightmares end after they wake up. And she's just like laughing at her and laughing at her. And then James comes back and then- The scene is fucking, it's so good, dude. It makes the whole movie for me. It's actually legitimately terrifying. Yeah. So James comes back and Julia's like, dude, why are you doing these things? And he's just like, she's like, you, you killed all of them. And he's like, why is everyone so afraid of dying? And he's like, it's easy. And then uh, Mary goes, piece of cake. And then they're both just like, ah, ha, 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 and then jab, they jab. Uh, James fucking stabs Mary in the back. And he's like, you see? Yeah. Nothing to it. So she big dead now. And uh, Sam enters the house, and he is immediately greeted by ridiculous opera music a la James in the basement. Like, he is just going to fucking town. Obviously, <laughs> this is not something that can just be ignored. So he goes to check it out. And uh, Mr. Mr. Obviously, Mr. Plopper pulls up and eats the shit out of Sam. Uh, uh, at this point in the movie, I named the dog Mr. Plopper. Um, but he okay. He eats Sam, and then he barely escapes. And he's standing on the other side of the locked door. And then this is also when I realized, or I remembered, that this was a very bad time to name this dog. Um, this guy, uh, Sam, thinks he's safe. And then the dog, like, this is probably one of the craziest things I've ever seen in my life. Like, he's on the other side of this door. The dog smashes his head through the fucking door. Like, <laughs> This dog is, like, <laughs> trained to the nines. Are you? Like, this dog is going to fuck you up. Like, uh, this is a superhuman dog. Are you? This dog's a superhero, dude. Fuck this shit. That's. This dog said, fuck this shit. And fuck oh, my like God. Crashes head through the Dude, wall. when I first saw this, that scene blew my fucking mind. Because I was, like, I never in a million years expected that. It blew me away. But James does the unthinkable. But also, I guess in this situation, it's, it's probably what you should do. He grabs this electric drill next to him. And I'm mad about it, but I'll allow it. Probably have to do the same thing. So he grabs this electric drill yeah. from next to him. And he puts this dog in a fucking WWE chokehold. And he scrambles its brains with the drill. It's 
fucking brutal, dude. And it's long, too. Like, you can see him scrambling mm-hmm. his brains. It's insane. Um, he walks in the room, and he witnesses the weirdest sight that he's easily ever going to see in his life. Uncle James is wearing, like, a little tiny fireman's hat, and it's just a party filled with dead bodies and his girlfriend tied up. Like, lights everywhere, babies and shit. It's, it's beautiful. And James... It's fucking James weird. is going apeshit at this point. Like, he's just full batshit crazy. And he's just like, all right, Mary, you need a nap. And he just carries her out of the room, which easily allows Sam to untie Julia. And uh, he brings Mary into another room, and he places her, and then he sees Sam and Julia escaping, and he shakes his head, and he's like, mm mm And uh, he walks back in with a knife to Sam's neck, and he's just like, you couldn't possibly think of leaving. Relax. Enjoy. And uh, at this point, they would probably be fucked, but Sam untied Julia, like, fast enough that, or, like, just enough that she was able to escape. And she, yeah. she grabs this little mini axe. I don't even know where from, but she grabs a little mini axe. and It's so cute. It's adorable. And then it's even more adorable that she slashes his fucking back for so long that it looks like a bunch of meat that got attacked by a bear. Yeah, it looks fucking bad. Dude. It's one of the most brutal fucking backs I've ever seen in my life. I, oh, my, oh, my God. And Sam starts to slowly <laughs> approach her, um, saying her name, and she just goes into full-on attack mode, kind of like fucking uh, Samara weaving in the end of Ready or Not, like when her husband tries to approach her. Yeah. She just goes into full-on, like, don't fucking touch Mm -hmm. me mode. And uh, she drops the axe, and she starts walking away. She's bloody as hell, slashed up. She's all shook. And uh, she stands by the door, and she's just hyperventilating and cries. And Oh, wait, you know what this gives me a lot of vibes from? What? Suspiria. Mm, Yeah, I guess. I could see that. You know this is an Italian horror movie, too, right? Yeah, I know. What's his fucking name? Asinitis? Yeah, Asinitis. Seems pretty Italian. Uh, definitely, It's definitely pronounced way more Italian, but it's Asinitis. Um, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> no, I got a lot of I got a lot of Argento vibes from this movie. Like, a lot of the scenes, especially this scene, uh, like, this scene right here with her standing next to the door, like, with the blood and, like, hyperventilating, it reminds me of the main character. I can't remember her the actress's name off the top of my head right now. I think it was But it reminds Susie. me of her, like, when she's... St- or, yeah, her name's Susie in the movie, but, like, the actress's name. Oh, yeah. Uh, I can't remember. But, uh, yeah, Susie in the movie, um, it reminds me of that one scene, like, the one that you'll see, like, if you look up Google images or anything, with her just, like, standing there. Yeah. And it's just, like, a shot of her face. It it reminds me so much of that. I got a lot of Suspiria vibes from this movie. I think that's why I like it so much. It, um, do you know what the, the party scene reminded me of, um, in American Horror Story? Texas Chainsaw 2. That too. And then in, um, American Horror Story Hotel, like... They have this like crazy ass like a uh, dinner scene with all these like legendary like. Hey guys, so right here, uh, Bree's Audacity app crashed, so we lost a little bit of the recording. But pretty much what Bree said right here is that there's a part in American Horror Story Hotel with like a dinner scene with a bunch of serial killers, and we didn't notice until after where it cut off. So, yep, sorry. Yeah, I got I got a lot of Texas Chainsaw vibes from it too. Like just from that scene in general, like because it's not like a family dinner scene, but it also kind of is. It's like his this uh, weird uncle guy's definition of like a family dinner. I don't know all the lights too. It just kind of reminded me of the cave in uh, Texas Chainsaw. Like it obviously wasn't in a cave; it was in a house, but still. So also during the scene, um, Mary or not Mary, uh, Julia's standing right there, and then she gets jump scared by Mary, mm-hmm. who grabs her and fucking screams until she falls over, and then she's like, "You'll never be free," and then she dies. <laughs> I also, um, I also want to know why Sam didn't try to help during any of that because he was like two feet away, but he just like stood around the corner. <laughs> so you know what? Yeah, boyfriend's ending on a bad note. Yeah, he sucks. 
Yeah, he ended bad. He did good for a while. He ended bad. Um, and then it ends with a quote by Irish playwright George Bernard Shaw that reads, Life differs from the play only in this. It has no plot. All is vague, delusatory, unconnected, till the curtain drops with the mystery unsolved. And I think that's a really good quote. That's a really... Oh, wait, what? Cookie? I said spooky. Oh, they said cookie. No. (laughs) (laughs) I think that was a really good quote to end the movie on because that really, like, describes the movie very well. Like, it, it has no plot. It's just fucking wild. It's a fucking mystery, like, from the beginning to the very end. I loved it. I really enjoyed this movie. Um... What do you think IMDb gave this? I'm going to say a 6. They gave it a 5.6. Rude. What do you think the audience on Rotten Tomatoes gave it? Um, 62. They didn't, and I think that's rude. Huh. What do you think... Oh, wait, did I say critics or audience? You said audience. I said audience. What would you say? I said 62. Okay, they gave it a 24, and I think that's <gasps> ruder. Oh, wow. And then over to the critic, the critics didn't review it. The audience being a 24, though, that's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. That's very rude. I don't think it's, like, the greatest movie ever, but I don't think it's a bad movie. It's nowhere near a 2.4. Like, in the slightest. Yeah. It is, what the, f- are you fucking, or 24%, whatever. Are you fucking kidding me? There's no boobs in it, which is unfortunate. Um, we have seven kills. Um, I almost want to say eight, but there was, because it was like that kid in the beginning that got murdered, and we did see that. But also, I think that was just Julia. Like, I don't think she was, that was, you know, it wasn't her getting murdered. It was her, like, mentally getting murdered by her sister. Yeah, it wasn't real. Yeah. Yeah, so, but I mean, if you want to count that, eight kills. If you don't want to count that, that's seven. Um, I'm gonna go, dude, the fucking kill on James in the end was brutal. I yeah. love that. That was uh, fucking awesome. So, mm. kills-wise, what would you give the kills on this out of 10? Um, nothing really, like, I don't know. Like, I would, I would say, like, a 6.5. Really? Yeah. I'm gonna give it an 8. Yeah, I'd say 6.5. I wasn't, like, too impressed. I wasn't too, like, let down. I don't know. It's, like, somewhere in the middle. Okay, well, let's go ahead and call it seven then, I guess. It's like kind of in the middle. Um, What about the pace in this one? I'd give... I'm giving it... Sorry, go for it. I'm going to give it a six. What the fuck? Wait, why? Because the first... Well, I mean, I guess the first kill is like right in the beginning, but like, I don't know. It just... This movie's kind of boring. Like... Okay, you know what? Go ahead and pull up uh, Omni Calculator, O-M-N-I Calculator.com because I'm not doing this average with you because... No. <laughs> our, our views differ way too much. I'm not giving that a 6 on the pace. I'm giving that a 10 on the pacing. I, 100%. I, see, I thought this movie was pretty boring, and it took a while for like shit to actually start happening. So, yeah. Yeah, see, I don't agree. I think shit was happening the right way this entire movie. Like, I had zero issues with the with the way it went around. I thought it went, like, really fast. Like, it, this movie did not feel long, and I never felt bored in the slightest. This This movie felt pretty long to me. And I, I was bored mm. okay, in some well, parts. Well, do you have your calculator up? No, I do not. But were you even pulling it up at all? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think you were. I, told, I knew you weren't fucking listening to me, you asshole. I couldn't even uh, hear you. What's it called again? I only spelled it out completely. Um, O-M-N-I calculator.com. How are you going to rate the villain? Shut up. Shut up. How are you rating the villain? Um, villain was pretty good. I guess I'll give it a nine. Okay, that's fair. Boobs, twist. Okay, twist. Twist was good. Give it an eight. 
Okay. Uh, we got one more in here. Uh, let's go with suspense. Mm, uh, give it a 6.5. Okay, well, I hope you remembered all those and you're going to put them down for you because your answers are ridiculous. I'm just going to rate it. <laughs> I'm not going to fucking type them in. Like, I'm just going to rate it as a whole. That's literally the whole point of the suit. We literally discussed this on the show. That's the whole yeah, point of the super rating, the average thing. Yeah, I know, but that's too that's much That's why I just told word. you to look it up. Just I am. I'm on it. Which fucking calculator? Yes, I'm on the fucking calculator, Caleb. Which one do I click? Just punch them in. It's just number values, one, two, three, four, and five. All you do is type in your answer. Come on, brother. Uh, so my average is nine. So I'm going to go ahead and give this a bowl of ramen on mine. Let's see what ridiculous thing Bree says. Do you need a refresher on the scales? Are you good? You got it all in? No, because I'm not just typing in numbers. It's like asking me to search for a calculator. Did you go to the website? Yes. Okay. I fucking you know, typed just it just in. give just give me your just give me your numbers. Okay. Um, the first one was six point five. Okay. Second one. What was the second one again? Uh, pace. Um, I think I gave that one a six. Six. Suspense. Uh, seven. Twist was nine. Nine, yeah. Um, and the last scale. Did I say villain? We said villain. I like the villain. I said eight for the villain. Oh, I thought you said nine. Okay. Um, so you did kill, pay, suspend. Oh, you gave the other one a six too. I'm pretty sure. Which one? I don't remember. <laughs> That's why I want you to look it up. At- yeah, I tried, but I'll sh- I'll send you a screenshot. It's literally not just typing in numbers. Like I don't know where you're getting that from, but it's not. Okay, we'll have to decipher this after because the link I sent you is literally just—it's just one through ten with numbers. Um, so yours is six point nine. So yours is going to be a clam chowder. Fair enough. Well, that was a lot more tedious than it should have been. <laughs> well, there was our first disagreement on the soup scale. I knew it was going to happen at some point. Yeah. So anyway, I hope you guys hated that episode as much as I did. Um, go ahead and check out our website at horsesoupsucks.com. Tell a friend about the show. Leave a five-star rating and a review on iTunes. Send us an email at horsesoup at yahoo.com with the title review sticker, and I'll send you a bunch of horse soup stickers and probably like a business card or something because we got those now. Um, donate to us over at patreon.com slash horsesoup. Follow us on social medias on Instagram and Facebook at Podcast and on YouTube at horsesoup. And I am on Letterboxd at horsesoupcaleb. And that's all of it. Bye. Oh. Oh, shit. Dropped everything. Amazing. Amazing.